Huh? You could have anybody that you want, Jennifer. So, why Chip? Is it just to tick me off? Or is it because you're just really insecure? I am not insecure, needy. God, that's a joke. How could I ever be insecure? I was the snowflake queen. Yeah. Two years ago, when you were socially relevant. I am still socially relevant. And when you didn't need laxatives to stay skinny. I am going to eat your soul. <laughs> that was beautiful. Good job, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Franken Sisters podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Paris. Why? <laughs> I'm Sarah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How are you doing? F- fantastic. Cool. It's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. Actually, I'm kind of happy that we're covering Jennifer's body on Va- Valentine's Day. Yeah. So you've heard of Jennifer's body before. Yeah. And you said you wanted to watch it, right? No. I thought you. I thought you said you were I, interested. I'm interested in it because I like um, all her outfits. Okay. Jennifer. Well, maybe maybe this will kind of sway you. Yeah. Maybe we can persuade you into watching it. Maybe probably. Not, you know, it's not. It is not a scary movie at really? all. Yeah. Do you remember when um, the movie came out? Kinda. Isn't it like two thousand? Yeah, it was two thousand nine. So I was sixteen when it came out. Let's go. Yeah. So <gasps> I was 16? eight. How old was I in two thousand nine? Never mind. If, well, you're you're four years older than me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but do you? Because I remember when it came yeah. out, Megan Dox was like the hot thing. She was, she was like in everything. Yeah. yeah, and then I. But the thing about that movie is, the way they advertised it, they advertised it as like a tits and ass kind of like teenage boy movie, right? They uh-huh. that's kind of how it was sold at the time. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually didn't want to watch it because I had seen the commercials because I was like, this. Look, I mean, I was like, I'm going to watch this because it's a horror movie and I love horror movies. But I, I was like, this just looks like, you know, tits, ass, and there's probably not going to be a plot here. You just it's just to see like Megan Fox being sexy. Yes. Um, but then when I watched it, I fell in love with that movie so hard because and I remember also at the time, too, as a lot of people were like, that movie's not very good at all. Um, but I, I watched it anyway and I was like, I can't believe people are saying this isn't good because it totally tanked in the theaters and ah. the reviews for it were really bad. Oh, no. And actually, I was reading this uh, one review, which I think is actually perfectly sums up the time and how it was advertised and even some some of the themes in the movie yeah somebody was like if you want to ogle megan fox there's better movies to do it with so they really ruined themselves with marketing it yes because she straight up says in the movie like it's okay to kill boys they're just boys it's okay to kill them they're just yes and those are the guys that are just there to (gasps) how interesting i know and and but because what really what it's about is it's it's a total girl movie yeah it's a total it's totally female centered um so it's based off a book by diablo cody who didn't she write juno also i have no idea i'm not good with directors I so well, the book first, the, or? yeah, and then the, the the director 
what is a female and then the the and pretty much every male character while they have some importance it, they're not the focus of the movie love that it's about women cool which i love yeah. but yeah so it's it was totally geared and marketed towards teenage boys oh, no. and but it was totally not for them and yeah. um the writer director and everybody who took part of making that movie they were like dude this is ridiculous they they were not happy with how it was advertised that's the that'll happen that that just people that are in marketing don't yeah. get it at all and they just do a brain dead like they're like let's it. capitalize on megan fox's hotness yeah. and then there's this you know the famous kissing scene with them in it and it oh. makes it seem like that's what the movie's going to be about you <laughs> paris is over here nodding and smiling it's know. my favorite part <laughs> I don't know the kissing thing. Well, but that was, it, I think it was in the advertisements at okay. the time or like that, you know, but it's just the way the movie is and who it's actually for. It's for girls like us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, it's really sad. But I, it, it, the funny thing is I noticed a couple of years ago, more and more people were talking about it. I saw a lot, a lot of articles being written about it. Alerta articles. <laughs> you're the third people that have told me to watch that movie, and from other girls, and it, it has seemed like it's popped off. That's probably what you're getting it, to, right? It, like, yeah, it, it has. I think now, now it's got a cult following, yeah, for sure. And I think people are more—I don't want to say more receptive to the idea than they were at the time, because even in 2009, I feel like you had a lot of like you know girl power movies so i don't want to say that it was just we weren't ready to have a discussion about it because there's a lot of social commentary in it hmm. stuff and i don't want to get like super duper deep into the social commentary um because ultimately while that is there it's most it's about female friendship hmm. and i think obviously that's something every girl can relate to paris what did you think when you first saw jennifer's body i loved it I loved it a lot. I liked the vibe. I liked how it was shot. I liked Megan Fox. I liked Amanda. I don't remember her last name. Seyfried? Seyfried. I... I'm sorry. That was nothing. Did you say... <laughs> 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 Is that what you said? I think that's her last name. No, that's not very nice. <laughs> I don't think that's her last name. But uh, she was in Mean Girls. She yes. was in Mean Girls, and it's so funny because I feel like they came out around the same time. I think I think Mean Girls came out a little bit before this movie did, mm-hmm. but in a lot of ways, yeah. I think they they remind me a lot of each other. Yes, but okay, I do want to watch. You do want to watch it? I maybe I'll oh. hear it first. But you're the third. Pe- they're the third people that have told me you should watch this. You'll like it. It's a great movie. It really is a great movie, and it's not it's not scary. It's actually it's really funny, but it's also got a lot of heart to it. It's got a lot of soul. It's got it's just it's just a fun movie. I also want to see all of Megan's outfits. Yeah, I love that time period of dressing yes so much very low-rise jeans yeah. she is a babe in that movie she's got like a zip-up sweater with little hearts on it i want that sweater she makes me feel bad about myself me too i used bit. to not like her but which listen is not very nice because she she's has so beautiful. a beautiful she has a toe thumb does she yeah not that it detracts from her beauty but it makes me feel better to know that everybody has something yeah you know we all have something mm-hmm. yeah hers is easy to hide would you suck her toe thumb <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, here's Jennifer's body. So the film opens with an outside view of a home. And through the window, we see Jennifer, Jennifer Check, who's played by Megan Fox. And she's sitting in her bed, watching TV, looking through her yearbook. And in the window, we see a girl who is Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried? Seyfried? 
Seafood. Simmered. Simmered. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and throughout this movie, Amanda, a.k.a. Needy, her real name is Anita, but she goes by Needy, uh-huh. um, narrates the movie. And she starts with saying, hell is a teenage girl, which, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like teenage girls have a bad reputation. I've been a teenage girl and it was hell. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hormones and, Yeah. I guess, and I'll, I don't know, I, weird things start happening when you're a teenage girl. I remember when I turned 12, and I was walking to the Quickie Mart to get some gr- my snackies. Yeah. And then, like, a, a car full of, like, grown men honked and hollered at me. Yeah, that only happened to me as a teenager. Dude, that happened to me when I was, like, 11 years old. Sitting in a mental hospital, and she says she has her fans, who are mostly child molesters. Who? Jennifer? Uh, needy. Needy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she talks, she says that some of the letters that she get, gets are for people praying for her. So we learn uh, Anita, a.k.a. Needy, uh, she, she's in this mental hospital and a nurse comes over to her and she recommends that she eats more than just toast. Needy kicks her and tells her she recommends she shuts the fuck up. I like toastums. Well, that's good. I'm not sure a toastum can provide sufficient energy during your day. I recommend more complex carbohydrates. <laughs> I recommend you shut the fuck up. All right. (laughs) And not just kicks her, she kicks her across the room. Yeah, she fucks her up. She fucks her up. So Needy, yeah, we're we're seeing that she's not in a super good place right now. Um, And she she's thrown into solitary confinement. And she explains that she wasn't always this way. But after the killings began, she started feeling a little loose around the edges. So we go back in time two months, and they this takes place in a little town called the Devil's Kettle, which is named after a waterfall where everything just disappears if you throw it in it. She introduces Jennifer, who is a cheerleader, and she's she's super popular, and she says that like people have a really hard time believing that a girl like me and a girl like Jennifer are friends because she's in band, Needy's in, in, in band, and she kind of dresses a little bit frumpy, although nobody can ever convince me Amanda Seyfried is unattractive. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's yeah. so beautiful. Um, but she's got, like, glasses. Yeah, she's, she's like got glasses. Sort of yeah, she's yeah. a little... Yeah, exactly, the nerd archetype. Girl, take those glasses off. You'd be... <laughs> Let's show your real face. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're beautiful. Whoa! <laughs> um, but she says that they've been friends since childhood, and that sandbox love never dies. Aww, yeah. And so in the high school hallway, Jennifer tells Needy they're going out that night to see a band. Uh, Needy tells her that she wants to hang out with her boyfriend, Chip, but Jennifer convinces her that she, they should hang out. Right. And we we're seeing we're kind of seeing this character around needy where she's needy (laughs) or, uh, you you know, very eager to please Jennifer, always eager to make Jennifer happy. And and you you really do get the sense that Jennifer is kind of the more dominant personality Mm -hmm. and she's kind of a little bit more bossy. Um, Actually, she reminds me a lot of Regina George's character in Mean Girls. But so later Needy is getting ready to go out and she's also hanging out with Chip, her boyfriend, as she does this. And they have a they have a sweet relationship. They have, you know, they're good boyfriend and girlfriend. Chip is such a 2000s boyfriend name. He really and just also the actor, too. And it, when you, it's funny because you see his room and he has like a Motion City soundtrack uh, poster in his room. And uh, so 
Sorry, I'm looking up their Myers-Briggs types. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. That's so interesting. <laughs> Jennifer is an ESTP, which are like really jock popular. They're like the coolest people on the planet. Okay. And then Anita is an INFJ, which are very like introspective Aren't you an kind INFJ? INFP. Aren't I'm an INFP too. What 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 am I again? You're an ENFP. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're more closer to Anita than we are. Well, you're close to Jennifer because you've got the EP, which are the just fun types. Like anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. I am lots of fun at parties. You are fun. No, but that's really interesting. I didn't know such a thing. <laughs> yeah, there's other nerds like me out on the on the internet that they type for like everything: books, movies. No. So whenever I'm watching something, I'm like, oh, I wonder what their types are. I love that. I can't believe I haven't done that for the other movies, but yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, that would be so <laughs> fun to like just go back and look. Yeah. That, that I love that. Uh, so the, yeah, she's getting ready, and then Needy gets a feeling that Jennifer is there, and she's right. And that's something we see a lot in the movie is that they kind of have a sort of psychic connection with each other. Huh. It's never really elaborated on why, and I wonder if it explains that more in the book. Uh, but Chip tells her, he's like, do you always do what Jennifer tells you? Mm-hmm. And she does. <laughs> she <laughs> what does. What does she say? Did she say yes or no? She she just I can't remember what she says. She's just she kind of just like she's just like yeah whatever. You know? Okay. She's like oh no you know what she said she goes she's like you know what Jennifer and I just have a lot in common. That's in you know. Oh yeah. But so back to of what we were. I do what she says. I'll say right all and 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 j- oh, t- eat my puss chip. <laughs> no sorry. Oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, yeah, Jennifer's there, and uh, Jennifer jokes. She, she, she walks in, and she goes, and this is one of the most iconic lines of the movie. She goes, it smells like Thai food. Have you guys been fucking? <gasps> Guess who's got the whip until 1130? A 2003 Chrysler Sebring, and it's all mine. <laughs> oh, hi, Chip. It smells like Thai food in here. Have you guys been fucking? <laughs> You're gross. You're gross. You're gross. You're gross. You're so gross. <laughs> and she's just, and I, that's one of the things I love about this movie is the dialogue. It's so just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just fucking out there. It's us. It is us. That's true. <laughs> and so Needy, you know, she's embarrassed when she says that. And she playfully kind of shoves Jennifer. And then Jennifer shoves her back more aggressively. Do you guys ever have friends like that? I don't know. That are just like really aggressive. I never had many friends in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I did have someone aggressive, but they were verbally. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like I've had I've had I've had a girlfriend like that who was always just like a lot more aggressive than she needed to be. Yeah. Um but yeah, so she she just like gives her a nice big shove and she pushes her into a door and 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 you know, Needy's like, "Okay. <laughs> what a, all right, Jennifer." <laughs> um so at this bar they're going to, Jennifer, so she wanted to go to this bar because there's a band there that she really really wanted to see that she's just like absolutely fangirling over and uh so she goes they get there and she goes over to talk to this band and uh the band is called low shoulder and the guy the lead singer in the band is um adam brody do you remember adam brody you should look up a picture really oh, quick because you know him because he was a really he was really big, at, you know, like in the 2000s. But oh, my God, I he's awful in this movie. But I love him <laughs> at the same time because he's so, oh, I love it and I hate it at the same time. You, you and I drink, drink the poison from the same vibe. I don't know the lyrics that well. I, one of us was right. Wait, not this guy. I'm not guy. sure. 
No, that's Adrian Brody. <laughs> Wait, what's Andrew? <laughs> Adam. Adam. Okay. You're I'm like sorry. Andrew Brody. That guy's like really old. Adrian Brody. How would he be? No, I don't know him. You don't know him? Uh-uh. Oh, he he was in a lot of stuff. He was really popular for a while, but he's really funny. Um, so Needy asks, like, she's like, "Why are you guys playing in a small town like Devil's Kettle?" And he goes, "Yeah, we just really wanted to connect to our fans uh, in in the shittier areas." <laughs> Oh, I love that that part. But uh, so Jennifer offers to buy him a drink, and of course she's underaged. And and you know Needy's like, well, how are how are you going to get these drinks? Because you're you know however old you are. And she's like, I'm just going to play Hello Titty with the bartender, right? Because that's that's how Jennifer gets what she wants, right? With her, with with her sex appeal. Yeah. Jennifer goes to get the drinks. Needy kind of wanders off, but she overhears the band being like, Dude, are you even sure she's like a virgin? Like, you know? And they're talking about it. And Needy hears this, and she goes over to them, and she goes, Yeah, my friend Jennifer is a virgin, and that beats sleeping with creeps like you, right? And so uh, that kind of confirms to them that she is in fact a virgin. This part always confuses me because their conversation, obviously, they want a virgin in this conversation. And Needy's like, yeah, she's exactly what you want. <laughs> well, actually, when I think about the context of their conversation, what it sounds like, because he says something like, oh, what about the girl over there in the glasses? And he's like, no, not her. And then he goes, you know, girls like girls like Jennifer, though, like who are really putting themselves out there. They always put it out there, but they never actually give it like she's a tease. Right. So it's like it's not necessarily saying either which way. And Jennifer's not a virgin. Uh, Needy knows she's not a virgin. She's not even a backdoor virgin. <laughs> yeah, she's not even a backdoor virgin. Yeah, Jennifer and Needy. Uh, she, Jennifer comes back with the drinks and Needy's like, dude, those guys are creeps. They're bad news. They're, they think you're a virgin and they, that's why they are like wanting to talk to you or whatever. And then she goes, y- you know, I'm, I'm not even a backdoor virgin. <laughs> you know what? think the lead singer wants me only because he thinks that you're a virgin i heard them talking what i'm not even a backdoor virgin anymore thanks to roman and by the way that hurts i couldn't even go to flags the next day i had to stay home and sit on a bag of frozen peas oh my god (laughs) so jennifer brings the singer his drink and uh, then low shoulder begins to play a song do you remember the song no through the trees I will find you. It's actually a pretty good song. I'm not going to lie. It's a good song, but it's also every other like 2000s pop punk. It is. And I love it. So shut up. I ain't saying it's bad. Well, you know what? We'll have to put a clip of it in and then maybe. I said maybe Maybe. you'll be the one that saves me. (laughs) And after all, you're my wonder wall. You got to talk so weird in those. You got to say it with a British accent. Is that it? That's what it is. Is that it? Yeah. (laughs) 
You're my one day one. You're my one. Okay. Low Shoulder begins to play a song, and Jennifer's just like, she's so into it. She's so entranced. And Jennifer grabs Needy's hand. And Needy looks really happy for a second, but then she looks at Jennifer and she sees her so lost in the sauce for these guys. Yeah. And then she kind of, the, the smile kind of just falls off her face. Huh. Yeah. And. I think when I watch that scene, I wonder, like, what exactly is it? Is it because she's just like, dude, Jennifer, <laughs> like, because Jennifer strikes me as this kind of girl. And I think we all know this kind of girl who will just drop everything for a dude and you don't matter to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's probably part of what this scene is. Yeah, <laughs> no, and it's a weird thing to go through as a woman. Like you have all your best friends and you're doing your thing. You're all single. And then they're dating people and then they're married. And they're not, you know, they were never really yours to begin with. That's just yeah. the cycle of life. But it is weird adjusting and, and, yeah, I guess accepting them through every role. But it does yeah. change. Yeah, so maybe there's something there that's interesting. Well, and also I think, again, like, it, it stinks to have a friend who's, who who pretends to be your friend, but they don't really prioritize you. Mm-hmm you know in any sort of way and mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if they know the guy well they just will drop everything they will drop you mm-hmm. you are irrelevant because boy yeah but anita's kind of this way for megan yeah so that's hard. she is that's tr- yeah yeah you're so right um and anyway so she looks kind of sad at her and then their hands let go uh, one of the band's pieces of equipment catches fire and it sets the whole bar ablaze and it's a it's a really bad Scary. fire and needy and jennifer are able to escape but it's clear that there's a lot of casualties the whole bar is just falling apart i know it happens really really fast wow. i know you don't see it coming uh, but outside the lead singer he's out there he's like super calm and casual and he's like, hey, you girl, you guys, you know, you should get into my van. We should probably just go somewhere safe. He's like, I'm I'm in panic mode right now. <laughs> I've got the adrenaline. So I just want to get you guys somewhere safe. So nonchalant, kind of half laughing. Yeah, he's like, he has a cup of like alcohol in his hand. And and he's like, whoa, this is like kind of crazy. You this should is, come yeah. in my van. Yeah, you should get in my van. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer gladly starts to follow. And Needy's like, dude, Jennifer, no like don't go with those guys in their van obviously and jennifer's just like shut up needy like (gasps) just like you know yeah but she's an aggressive that's just who she is right exactly and but and she's also kind of in a state of shock too but again like she is the girl she'll drop every she'll do anything for a guy yeah that she likes that she idolizes that she idolizes idolizes. yeah but so they leave needy there but needy watches and as the van door closes we see a look of concern on jennifer's face like she kind of just realizes what she got herself into oh my gosh scary it is scary and i feel like that's something so many young girls experience like you know you want to see a boy but then you realize you're in a little bit you'll get that you've bitten feeling. a little lot more off than you can chew yeah and I, I think i think a lot of women can relate to that mm-hmm. especially you know in our younger years wow. so they drive away leaving needy so needy makes her way home and she calls her boyfriend chip and she's telling him what happened about how the bar burnt down and how you know J- jennifer got into this van with these guys and she's really really worried about jennifer and um he he's like you know he's like i'm sure jennifer's fine and that's kind of something he does throughout the whole movie typical male (laughs) in a movie just disregarding everything you know a woman says 
and uh, Needy hears the doorbell ring and she's home alone and her, her mom works a lot so she's often home alone and uh, she goes to answer the door and nobody's there so she gets off the phone with Chip and she's like I'm gonna go to bed and she makes her way to her bedroom and then she hears something happening in the kitchen she goes to investigate and it's Jennifer and Jennifer's totally disheveled she's bloody she looks like she's been beat up and Needy asks her what happened but she's just she's not talking at all she's she's just totally out of it and Jennifer goes to her fridge and pulls out a whole chicken and begins to devour it and it's kind of that's me. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because Needy is like, that's my mom's chicken and it's her. I'm not, I'm not supposed to eat it. She's all passive. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and then Jennifer just starts barfing this gross black prickly thing. And it looks Ugh. almost like it's alive. It like moves by itself, which is obviously very scary for Needy because she's like, what the hell? Um, and so she goes and she runs to call the police or some somebody for help because yeah. that's not normal. And uh, then G- Jennifer pins her up against a wall and she kind of like nibbles at Needy's neck. Yeah. Hmm. And, and then she kind of slams her and she throws her up, uh, to the ground and she runs away. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so the next day at school, Needy, she's she's pretty bummed. <laughs> realistically i think school would have been canceled if like a tragedy like that happened in a small town but yeah she's she's pretty upset about the whole night obviously and um then Je- jennifer comes into class and she's totally beautiful she's totally normal she looks better than ever um and she's just like Je- needy's totally confused she's like what the he- like what yeah <laughs> She's also acting as if, like, the tragedy is, like, nothing. Yeah. Kind of funny. Yeah, she's making jokes about it. And um, the the teacher comes into the room, and he says that they lost eight students, including an exchange student. And, you know, Jennifer's ch- just chuckling the whole time. She's making jokes and making light of the situation. Um, and later, Needy tries to tell chip what happened but he he doesn't believe her right he tries she tries to tell him about the black sludge and how neat jennifer came back all just beat up and he again he's just he's like maybe you should talk to a school counselor oh that sucks i know like come on guy every man in a horror movie (laughs) every man in every every man (laughs) (laughs) Um, so on the football field, a jock, his name is Jonas, he's, he's mourning the death of his friend Craig, who died in the fire, when Jennifer approaches him. She was, uh, no, that's not Craig. I was gonna say, is Craig, uh, what the fuck is his name? Guardians of the Galaxy? No, that's, that's Roman. Okay, I forgot to mention this, but Chris Pratt makes a very brief cameo in this movie. Oh, he's the pedophilic cop. Well, I wouldn't say pedophile, but yeah. I mean, like what? She's 15 and he's... No, I think she's supposed to be like 16 or 17 and he's in his early 20s. (laughs) But yeah, Chris Pratt makes a very brief cameo in this movie before he got famous. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so on the football field, uh, Jonas, this jock, is mourning the death of his friend Craig when Jennifer approaches him. And she tells him that she was actually the last person to talk to Craig and that he told her that she and Jonas would make a totally banging couple. 
<laughs> and uh, she leads him into the woods, saying it's what Craig would have wanted. And they begin to kiss when he looks around to see they are surrounded by animals. And she's like, they're waiting and unzips her shirt. And uh, she asks if he misses Craig and that she's gonna he's going to see him real soon. And he's like, what, someday in heaven? And she's like, no, sooner. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she kills him. Oh, no. And then you don't actually see the killing take place, but you hear him screaming. And yeah. in the school parking lot, there's a teacher. And he's like, the teacher who announced to the class um, about the students, he's like, let it all out. <laughs> he hears it. He's like, let it all out. Oh, no. She's such a girl boss. No. She's not a girl boss. No, she's not. But... You know, I kind of, I got to admire just that whole scene. It's funny. It, it is a funny scene. It is a very funny scene. But here's the interesting thing I think about once, when, you know, once, once Jennifer kind of takes on this villainous role, she's not really the antagonist of this movie. I mean, she's definitely not a good character, but she, her body's been taking, taken over by a demon, essentially. And we'll get more into the specifics of that. Um, but really the, the, the villain, the antagonist, is low shoulder because obviously they've done something wrong to her right mm -hmm. we we that's kind of what we're gathering at this point yeah um or maybe not i guess so at home needy is listening to the radio where they say low shoulder saved a bunch of people in the bar during the fire which is just total total bullshit didn't happen right but they're starting to get popular after this tragedy <gasps> no. yeah and, and she knows that's and she, she knows, knows that's not it's true. bullshit yeah her friend came back like what what no uh, Ew. So the guy that Jennifer attacked, Jonas, he's been found and he's just totally torn apart. All of his insides are outside. But so Jennifer calls Needy and tells her how happy she is. And she's like, I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling so scrumptious. This is the best day ever. I'm like, God. Yeah, that's what she, she is. She's, this the scene where she's putting her tongue yes, on fire? Yes. And she's, she's like, I'm going to a popular local nightclub in Devil's Petal last night. Yeah. I feel so scrumptious. Goody for you. You know when you kiss a boy for the first time and it feels like your entire body is on vibrate? Yeah. It's that good. Well, that's nice. Um, me, I'm still a little bit depressed about, you know, the giant smoldering funeral pyre in the middle of town. <sighs> Moveon.org, needy. It's over. Life is too short to be moping around about some white trash pig roast. That's sweet, Jen. You know, I tell it like it is. And besides, you know what? You should be happy for me because I'm having the best day since, like, Jesus invented the calendar. Jesus didn't invent the calendar. Whatever. I am a god. Okay. I gotta meet Chip and McCollum Park. I am a god, right? Because her tongue is healing after this. Yeah. And and Needy is, is she's she's very upset, you know? The, the after the fire and and after finding jennifer in such a horrible state right um and then on the other line chip is calling her remember three-way calls yeah that was crazy <laughs> and uh he he asks jennifer to meet up with him so gene needy flashes back or goes back over on the other line and to uh, chip and uh she's she's like hey i gotta go i'm gonna be with chip and she and then jennifer's just like Oh, yeah, Chip is looking really cute now, lately. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Jennifer. It's <laughs> really and, cool. And Needy's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, 
So Needy meets up with Chip and he tells her that Jonas's body was found and torn apart. And the whole town is in mourning after the fire and Jonas's death. And again, Low Shoulder is getting so much popularity after this because this is a small town. There was a bar fire. One of the students died a really, really gruesome death. So the media is reporting on it really heavily. Mm. And, uh, you know, by association, Low Shoulder is also getting a ton of, you know, media attention a month goes by and jennifer is looking like shit and needy asks her if she's okay and she says it must be wearing off but she doesn't elaborate and by shit she still looks amazing yeah it's dragon fox yeah but she, yeah her she's got big tired bags under her eyes and and she's just like kind of dull and just yeah. not not feeling super good mm-hmm. so like me every day no way (laughs) so a boy colin comes up to them and he asks jennifer on a date which she declines and uh needy tells her that she's like you know colin's actually really nice and i think he's really cool and then jennifer goes oh really and then she calls colin back over and then she's like okay let's meet up tonight why don't you come over to my house and we'll watch a movie right because again that's the kind of girl jennifer is like once she finds out that needy likes him you know that's she wants that Ah, it's a very interesting dynamic between the two of them that you know obviously jennifer's kind of insecure and is in some sort of weird competition with needy that i think needy's not really aware of you know uh but so is it jennifer a demon i guess i don't know yet we're gonna find acting more like jennifer now do you think or no she's she's still acting weird she's still acting weird so later that night chip and needy decide to have sex for the first time and at that same time colin goes to meet up with jennifer jennifer has given him the address to a house that it looks like it's kind of like under construction but it's empty there's nobody around the area um (laughs) and so colin enters the home where jennifer waits for him and while needy and chip are doing the deed jennifer begins to attack colin and needy begins to see visions of jennifer and and just kind of like gore she sees blood and remember because they have this sort of weird psychic connection um so she's seeing this as they're having sex and she's kind of like crying out because of the things that she's seeing yeah and (laughs) chip is like am i too big Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chip sucks, kind of. He does kind of suck That's a little not bit. Nice. No, you're heck, not wrong. Chip. Hey, you're not That's wrong. That's not nice. I'm sorry. He just wants to feel good about himself. I I'm know. sorry, Chip. I'm sorry, He's Chip. just a man. But she's just going through it. He, yeah, she's having a hard time. Yeah. Obviously, Needy starts to skedaddle. She's like, I got to get out of here. Something's wrong. Um, and at the house, we see Jennifer is drinking Colin's blood, like from his torso. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Like zombie style? Yeah, like zombie style. How did she uh, attack him? We don't really see exactly, but we know she's got like we saw gore and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You know, if I was like a demon person, I would also kill men. No, men no. are good. Men are good. I would kill the bad men. The sucky ones. Well... Yeah. I'd kill pedophiles. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's who I'd kill. I just kill pedophiles. There you go. Edie leaves Chip's house and she's driving and she sees Jennifer in the road covered in blood. And she she kind of swerves out of the way to try to avoid Jennifer. But Jennifer jumps on her windshield and then just like disappears Ugh. as she's been doing lately. 
Uh, and so Needy gets home, and she's kind of having a breakdown right now. She's weird things are happening. Yeah. And she How else would you react? And she doesn't have anybody to talk to either because mm-hmm. nobody believes her. Mm-hmm. Um, so Needy, she and she just she knows that something is wrong with Jennifer. So she gets into bed, and Jennifer is in it. <gasps> what <laughs> I know, Jennifer's in her bed, and she's totally clean from the blood. She looks beautiful again. Um, and, and Needy's like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> and, uh, but then Jennifer's like, oh, we, well, we always shared a bed and like, we can play mommy and daddy like we used to. So we, there is some sort of sexual undertone mm-hmm. to their relationship. Um, they're a little lezzy. They're a little bit lezzy, like a little bit, just a tiny bit. Do you feel, I always, when I watch that, I always feel like Megan, I forget her name in the movie, Megan, okay. Jennifer. Jennifer, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember her name in Jennifer's potty. <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like Needy is a little bit like maybe a little bi or a little, just a little gay. And Jennifer kind of takes advantage of that. I always got that vibe. I think you're not wrong. Yeah, I think you're not wrong. And I also think, I don't know, I do think it kind of goes both ways for the both of them. Um, I think they both kind of have some feelings for each other that are a little bit more but it's jennifer's body is it even jennifer in there does it just have her i think jennifer is in there i think but just like the worst parts of jennifer i see i think the worst parts of jennifer are still in there um but they share a kiss right (laughs) more than a kiss it's like they make out they make out okay there's heavy making out and you know i quite enjoy this part wow (laughs) wow 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 (laughs) <laughs> um but then like neat so yeah they're kissing but then needy kind of just comes to her senses and she's like what the fuck is happening yeah and uh jen says she wants to explain some things and she says that the guys from low shoulder are like agents of satan but with awesome haircuts and we flash back to the night of the fire when she's in the van they the lead singer that or one of the one of the guy one of the band members asks the lead singer if he's sure that she's a virgin and uh, jennifer's like yeah i'm a virgin i don't even know like how to do sex so you guys should just like let me go right because she's she's pretty desperate at this point she realizes she's in deep shit yeah um and so they drag her out to the waterfall the devil's kettle waterfall that's mentioned in the beginning and um, one of the members, he's like, I'm not really sure if we should go through with this. And the lead singer is like, hey, do you want to be working at a coffee shop for the rest of your life? Or do you want to be famous? Do you want to be like the lead singer of Maroon 5? And, you know, he, the, the guy's like, OK, yeah, <laughs> I want to be like Maroon 5. And um, they they begin to perform a ritual. They have like this piece of paper and they're like, we're going to offer this guy, girl, to, v- Jennifer to Satan. And then when they say Jennifer, the lead singer is like, wait a minute. This reminds me of uh, <laughs> I, I tried to call her name, but I was disturbed. How does it go? I Jenny, know. I got your number. I need to make you mine. So in the middle of this, he's yes. just like, this is so funny. Eight, hey, six, remember that tune? Oh. And they start singing that song. but And it's funny, but also at the same time, like, Jennifer's tied to this rock. Or not, not, but she's laying on a rock, and she's tied up, and she's terrified. She's crying. And it's just these guys just, like, laughing at her yeah. and making... To be honest, that, that's me and you. If we were to sacrifice anybody, 
We would stop mid. Be like, you remember that song? <laughs> That's no way. True. Well, you wouldn't be sacrificing. So you guys would be no, make, maybe making pasta or we something. We wouldn't be sacrificing. It just shows how Satan. little they care about human life. Exactly. That it's just like, oh, hey, remember that tune? Like, I, they don't care. And yeah. I think, again, it's like social commentary. And I think there was a large discussion for a really long time about, like, there were a lot of cases of, you know, parties happening where, like, a girl would be taken advantage of and then the guys were just, like, laughing and having a really, really good time. And, and it kind of made me think of that. Yeah. Right? These totally. Just the total, the, the, they're destroying somebody's world and causing so much trauma to her. And it's just, like, a, a Tuesday joke. for them. Or yeah. a weekend for them. It's yeah. Just Friday. It's, it's cool. a joke to them. Yeah. They're singing 8675309 yeah. and they're laughing. And Ooh, they, that's they, happened. Yeah those kind of yucky nasty people and then they begin while the lead singer begins to stab her violently and it's it's really sad it's you feel bad for jennifer because you know throughout this whole movie even in the beginning before she was whatever happened to her happened she's not the nicest person right but i think she's people's approval right yeah and and she's she's a victim yeah i think she's a victim in a lot of ways and i think kind of similar into how you know megan fox is a victim in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. i mean i think at some point in time she learned that she could only use her looks to get what she wants and but that's a double-edged short sword Mm -hmm. right um because that means if you're not pretty enough you're not getting what you want Right. And people are always judging you for what you look like. Yeah. So I think a lot of girls learn along the way. Oh, if I try to be really, really pretty all the time, if I try to look like this all the time, it gets me a certain outcome. And that's what I have to do to survive. Yeah. Um, and it's a deprecating thing. It is. It's it's very self going away. And that's but it's going away. You know, nobody stays beautiful and young forever. Yeah. yeah. Like that's. Yeah. So, so that's hard if you put all of your points into that. It's, what else is there? It's really sad. And again, yeah. this movie doesn't take itself so seriously, but it mm-hmm. does have these scenes where you realize that there's a lot more being said than what's, the, you know, the humor of the movie puts out there, right? Because I do think that scene is really intentional. It's a very yeah. intentional scene, and I do think it's supposed to make you think of, of you know, sexual assault. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's just sad. It's, we're sad for Jennifer. Ugh, yeah. And so Jennifer says that it should have killed her, but it didn't. And Needy's like, well, maybe it did. And Jen says she doesn't know what happened. But after that, she woke up and she made her way to Needy. And she couldn't bring herself to kill Needy that night because you remember she, she threw her up against the wall and she's oh. kind of like nibbling at her neck. Yeah. But she couldn't do it. She she didn't want to. But she's like, I, I was just so hungry. Right. And so she says she left Needy's house. And then she stumbled upon the exchange student who we discover had burned in the fire. But she had found him alive and she killed him and ate him. But they didn't, they knew that the exchange student died. Right. So they just not find him? They thought he died in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, maybe they thought they just, maybe they just. Wouldn't you find the remains and be like, yeah, he got burned, then he got eaten. (laughs) Like a lot. Well, they didn't find his body That would be it then. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's why Jennifer was so like beautiful the next day, and she oh, says she's weak when like she a vampire. Yeah, when she's not full, she's like really not. She's not herself, you know. She's not beautiful. She doesn't. She doesn't feel good. Yeah, but yeah, she says when she is full, she can't be hurt. 
Uh, and she she demonstrates to Needy. She stabs herself in the arm with like a pencil or something mm-hmm. and drags it. And then she just heals instantly. It doesn't hurt her at all. Huh. And Needy asks her why she was covered in blood on the road. And Jennifer's like, and then she kind of got, I don't know, she fucks with her. She manipulates her. She's like, wow, J- uh, Needy, you need to really get some help. I think, uh, you know, Chip's starting to have uh, second guesses or what is it? What's this thing? Second, he's second guessing your relationship and she's just totally manipulating needy basically being like hey nobody's gonna believe you yeah and you like, shouldn't be talking about this because your boyfriend's gonna think you're crazy everybody's gonna think you're crazy and nobody's gonna want you gross all right that's because yeah and, and i and again i i don't think i don't think jennifer's the antagonist of this movie at all because she is a victim mm-hmm. she's a victim there's not really jennifer she the worst parts of herself are in there but her humanity is totally gone yeah she's taken over by this demon because i don't think however awful jennifer is (laughs) i think she's just like regular person awful uh but to this extent i don't i don't think that's who who she was before i think she was a very very insecure person and needy loved her there's a reason for that you don't love people because they're bad and i think jennifer loved her too yeah i think i think jennifer uses needy a lot to make herself feel better yeah Um, um, but I do think she does. But that's not terrible either. We're all insecure human beings. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's not the best friend, but you know, not not, not a, a bad demon. person. Not a demon that eats people and manipulates you. And yes, so Needy tells her to leave, and then she jumps out the window and she vanishes Yikes. into the night. Uh, so Needy begins to do research on the paranormal, and she reads about how demons are weakest when they are hungry, and you can stab them in the heart to kill them. And so there's a dance approaching and Chip asks if she's made reservations for their dinner. And Edie is saying, she's like, it's not safe to go to this dance. And she tries to explain that Jennifer has turned evil and that the band sacrificed her to Satan because they thought she was a virgin. Mm -hmm. But because she wasn't a virgin, she somehow became this succubus. Yeah. And again, like Chip just doesn't believe her. And it's really frustrating. And he's and he actually thinks that Needy's like breaking up with him. Because she's saying, hey, I don't want you... Go- I'm going to go to this dance because I need to watch over Jennifer. But I don't want you to go to this dance. It's not safe. Jennifer told me she eats boys. And this this dance, it's going to be like a buffet for Jennifer. But yeah, Needy... Or not... Uh, J- Chip is just like, oh, yeah, you're. He, she's just breaking up with me right now. <laughs> it's like selective hearing. I know it is. And it's so frustrating. It's like, Chip, come on. Come on. Um, Even if someone told me something insane... There's if people believe it, you feel it, right? Yeah. Like, okay, you're really upset. Like, damn. Okay. I don't know. So later, Chip decides he's gonna go, uh, and I think I also think he kind of just wants to go because he knows Needy is gonna be there. Yeah. And he's like, maybe, <laughs> maybe if I just show up and see Needy, it's fine. It doesn't. It doesn't explicitly say this, but that's kind of what I think. Yeah. And uh, his mom <laughs> gives him pepper spray because of the murders that are going on. Um, we see Jennifer getting ready and she's looking sick again. It's, and it's, again, it's kind of a sad scene with Jennifer. She's putting her makeup on and she, and she's looking in the mirror as she's doing this. And in the background, there's a picture of her where she's, uh, looking beautiful. And then we see her putting on her makeup and she, she looks really, really sad. Yeah. Right. She's losing her beauty. She doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. So, uh, needy, she goes, she's at the dance kind of keeping an eye out, trying to see if she can find Jennifer, um, and Chip is walking to the dance like a turd. <sighs> Chip. And he runs into Jennifer, who is clearly waiting for him. 
Um, and Jennifer tells Chip that Needy is acting so weird because she had sex with Colin. This part pisses me off. I know. It pisses me off, too. So she's manipulating Chip. Chip, you fucking flake. Yeah. You you sleazy bastard. It's like, how do you... Yeah, so she's telling him, like, oh, yeah, he, he you know... Uh, she's she she's doing stuff with colin that you and her never did but it's like dude he he it's pretty clear in the movie that he doesn't really like jennifer that he thinks that she's not like a super good person so but i don't know but she she starts to kiss him and he's allowing it and then she's like say i'm better than needy which kind of tells you you know who jennifer is what her darkest deepest feelings are yeah about needy about herself mm-hmm. really and so she kind of lures him into this like abandoned pool place yeah ne- needy again they have the psychic connection and she she realizes instantly that she says something is wrong something is happening and mm-hmm. just intuitively she knows where to gun where to gun it to where to gun it to there you go (laughs) that's what i was trying to say (laughs) um so she begins running to this uh place i don't know what it really is i don't know if it's like just an abandoned swimming pool it's like an indoor thing or like a ymca but um so jennifer and chip are sitting there and uh, jennifer tries to kiss him again and he's like no listen this just doesn't feel right it feels weird like i just oh does it chip (laughs) <laughs> does, it, does it feel weird is that weird is that weird is that weird that you're kissing your best friend's best friend or no your girlfriend's best friend there just we go. now just now just feels now? weird. was that weird oh, okay. was that weird for you okay Chip. and so she gets mad because chip is rejecting her and she pushes him into the water and begins to attack him um needy makes her way there and then she enters and she sees them in the pool and jennifer has taken a big bite out of chip's neck <laughs> So Needy flies into action. She cha- she t- tackles Jennifer and she's trying to get Chip to safety. And luckily, uh, Chip hands her the pepper spray. So when Needy or Jennifer goes back to uh, attack them, she pepper sprays her and that kind of subdues her for a minute. Yeah. Uh, but then this kind of fight scene ensues between Jennifer and Needy. And, and Needy's like, you know, you were never a good friend. She's like... Yeah. You know, you could you could have had any guy. Why why are you going for Chip? Like you could have killed any guy. You could have dated any guy. And now, why do you want my friend or my boyfriend? And she's like, well, you just must be really, really insecure. And it's true. <laughs> J- J- Jennifer, Jennifer is really insecure. She always has been. But this sends Jennifer into a rage, and she goes to attack Needy and. Before she can get to Needy, Chip impales her with one of those swimming pool cleaner things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And uh, so that uh, that really takes her back because <laughs> she's got a big hole in her. Where? And she kind not of in her heart? Not in her heart, but she flees away. She runs away because to heal from this yeah and uh so nick or yeah chip has this big bite taken out of his neck he's bleeding he's obviously dying to run board chip with jennifer being a man eating yeah yeah you believe me now yeah he was like i should (sighs) have believed you and then he goes i think i died before you got here but your voice woke me up it's kind of sad that is sad i know and then they say i love you and then he dies that's sad that's the only person that could back her up damn that's sad. That's sad. That's sad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. But uh, it's so a very manipulative thing to do, though. 
is you take out people close to the person you yeah. isolate them. No, yeah, nobody's going to believe her. Uh-uh. Nobody's going to believe Needy. Uh-uh. So we're back to that opening scene with Jennifer in her bedroom. And we can see that she's in a weakened state, right? She's got the bags under her eyes. She looks tired. And Needy breaks in through her window. She just just blasts right through and she straddles her. Body, body slams. <laughs> just through that window. Through the window. And uh, she, she straddles jennifer in an attempt to kind of subdue her and stab her she brought a box cutter with her and uh jennifer bites needy and they levitate on the bed and they're struggling and just levitating in the air over her bed and needy rips off jennifer's best friend forever necklace and that kind of stops jennifer in her tracks and she she just falls right back onto the bed kind of shocked that she did that weird and as she's going back down needy is going back down on top of her and she stabs her in the heart wow. with her box my dead no your heart cutter wow killing jennifer and as jennifer dies we can see the life I guess go back into Jennifer we can you know she's kind of herself again but now she's dead 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 yeah and her mom comes into the room and she's like she sees Jennifer stabbed there Needy's laying there because she just stabbed her best friend and uh, it's it's a pretty sad scene actually and so that's how (laughs) Needy ended up in the mental hospital one she's talking about she's like you know one thing a lot of occultists don't actually know is that if a demon bites you and you survive the attack you might actually end up getting some of their powers so we see her levitating in her solitary confinement cell and she kicks out a window and she escapes this mental hospital or prison that she's staying in is that how she was able to kick that lady across the room? Yes. Because I was wondering about that in the beginning. Like, how can you be that strong? Yes. Okay. Exactly. And so she's walking along and there's a creek. And she sees the knife <laughs> that the the Shoulders? low shoulder be used to stab Jennifer. And they threw it in this waterfall. So Where obviously. supposed to disappear. Yeah, that's supposed to disappear. But there it is on the creek. So she picks it up. And she hitches a ride, and some guy picks her up, and he's like, "Hey, where are you going?" And she's like, "I'm going to go see this band. It's their last, uh, it's their last performance." Wow, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. But like a bad bitch. She, yeah. It, there's during the credits, there's like shots of the the low shoulder. They're they're at their concert doing their thing, and then we kind of see like little pictures of them being murdered Damn. <laughs> by me Damn. and yeah that's that's jennifer's body huh interesting yeah it's an interesting movie it's and it's funny to me i feel like we're not laughing as much at this one yeah even though jennifer's body is a really it's a, it's a very comedic movie it's very funny but i feel like the content of it is actually sad it's actually really sad yeah. it's you know i mean i and Neat Jennifer got fucked over. Needy got fucked over. Yeah, these, these girls' lives were ruined. Even if you're a crappy person or crappy friend, no one deserves that. No, to be ugh, yeah, just that gut feeling. I bet yeah. of her getting clothes in the van. It's and like, sad. Yeah. It's so sad. It's sad. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. Yeah, that's why I'm glad things are just pretend. Yeah, even if they came up in someone's head and it's sad, it's just pretend. Oh, look, I'm like a little kid. 
That's kind of sad. That's <laughs> well, how no, to make true. myself feel better. But what's I love this movie so much. Yeah. Well, and what's really interesting is I was reading these articles about it and people they were discussing the femme fatale in movies and how yeah. so many times just throughout history even back into like the biblical times right we see this figure of this femme fatale this woman who uses her sexuality to get what she wants and then she just devours men alive yeah um, but they'd make a point in it and basically how we can see yeah jennifer is this femme fatale but we we see why she is the way she is we see what created the monster mm-hmm I also think I also like I was thinking about it in a lot of ways you know Jennifer's not this perfect victim and I think that oftentimes when somebody is assaulted and they're not a perfect victim people are like oh yeah she's she's just making it up and oh she's just after these men she had it right she had it coming and that's kind of like yeah you know yeah. what happened to jennifer she's assaulted and then everyone's like oh yep yep now she's going after all these men she's a man eater mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and yeah it's i don't know and look at her before look how she was acting look how she was dressing yeah she could have anyone she was flirting with men mm-hmm. yeah she went to go she can get drinks if she wanted she can get anything she wants and she could have um eaten anybody in the pool scene needy says i thought you only went after boys and jennifer goes i go both ways so oh, she, so the whole time she could have been eating anybody. Huh. But maybe she was still angry about her murder. And that's what a lot of people say. A lot of people say it's like a vengeance thing. They say mm-hmm. it's kind of, there's, there's this kind of element of revenge in the movie because, you know, Jennifer goes after guys. She eats guys. But the guys that she eats are victims also. Yeah. That's the she thing. She manipulates them and lures them like those guys manipulate Like the femme her. fatale does, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it just lures in innocent men ready to mm-hmm. seduce with their her feminine wiles and then she just, yeah, eats them. So it's interesting to see it happening to the girl first. Because that gets accepted. Guys have things happen to them and people don't believe them. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it happens to them. It right. literally does. It's just crazy. It's, so it's interesting. That's really interesting that they did both. It started with the girl. And then, yeah, it was men. Yeah. And she cornered. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And manipulated. And yeah. A lot of interesting things to say about this movie. But what what did you think about it? Just how I described it. So I told you, last time, I like monsters. Monsters are just interesting. Because you don't know the rules. Figuring out the the rules of a monster is interesting. So trying to figure out the rules of Jennifer and her body and how that, like, that's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, It's sad. It is sad. And I don't, yeah, demonic stuff scares me. Losing your body, losing your humanity. Scary. Yeah, yeah this was like a hard one. I thought we were, there was going to be more laughs, but really the undertone is like a lot of sexual assault and victimization. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to make jokes about that, you yeah. know? But I think it's a really interesting movie because, it, it, it gosh, it is so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Everything about it is funny. And, but you, yeah, you, it, it, it's such a clever way. That's one of the things that I really like about horror movies is I feel like, there's so many deeper issues that you can talk about. So many fears that people have. And everybody has these fears. Everybody has these dark thoughts. Yeah. And I think ho- horror movies are such a great avenue to explore yeah. these things. Right? Yeah. And it's it's not real. I, I struggle with this, too, because it's like I like horror video games, right? And it's like, yeah, it's disturbing. There's really scary, dark stuff that's happening. I don't know. But it's in a fiction. It's an exploration. We have this parts of ourselves. Yeah. It's exploring deeper themes like mm-hmm. toxic female friendship. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like every girl 
has had a woman in her life who secretly hates her yeah, <laughs> or right. not hates her but like you know pretends to be your friend but then really ultimately that's not they're not in right. it for her she's in it for herself like the monster of jennifer targeted her boyfriend nobody else like you said paris she, and she targeted anybody. colin who you know needy said she liked oh yeah, yeah. like yeah yeah only insecure people do that kind of stuff yeah so at her core yeah that's sad maybe our insecurities make us monsters oh for sure for sure our envy makes us monsters you got to be careful got to be careful you got to check yourself before you turn into a, Mm -hmm. a demon yeah that's why envy is one of the seven deadly sins yeah because envy can make you a fucking terrible person Mm -hmm. if you allow it to and miserable i I think i don't think there's anything more crazy than jealousy like that's just such a burning i don't know if you get guys get this just intense i do i'm super into personality types and my type is very my core wound is envy and it just burns you up it will eat you from the inside out it really will i think i used to feel that way a lot when i was younger Mm -hmm. you know like especially a teenager in my teenage years i think i would get jealous of girls a lot but i don't i don't experience that really very much now just because like i know who i am yeah and i so i don't like if i see a girl who's prettier than me or whatever yeah it's like okay there's always going to be somebody who's prettier than you there's always going to be somebody who's better than you in some sort of way yeah and you just kind of have to embrace who you are because you are unique in yourself yeah. but i do remember feeling so inadequate yeah when i was younger and it, it's it, it really is just an awful feeling just yeah. feeling like why can't i be that way i don't right. get it yeah i th- I've definitely had the feelings of jealousy. I definitely never had any hate towards, like, a person. But I do remember that, like, I used to really, like, just mentally check myself being like, you know what? This person is beautiful and they're talented. That's good for them. And Mm -hmm. I am so happy for them. Yeah. So, and that's the mindset that I try to keep. That's good. Because it's just, it's better. It's better to, it's a better feeling to support people than to, like, hate them for their accomplishments yeah because yeah, dragging people down just makes you feel like yucky because i do remember being that way mm-hmm. when i was a teenager i would see a pretty girl and be like oh well they have this wrong with them they have this wrong with them and this and that and it's like ew it's so yucky yeah it's just like not ugh. And it's so natural like jealousy is so it happens it's natural mm-hmm. i i read in a book that it's a really good roadmap. Like, yeah, you if you can readjust yourself when you feel that because you can't stop a feeling it just happens but jealousy is a good roadmap of like, you know what? They have something that I like, that I admire, and that I can work towards, right? Yeah, like Paris, you said, it's just like if you can re-gear your set. And what you said, Hannah, of like, you know what? I'm secure in myself and that like I can I can point this somewhere productive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so in that way, yeah, jealousy is so fiery and burning. But that's such a good fuel. It can be a great motivator yes. to better yourself. Mm-hmm. It's such a good fuel. You're like, you know what? I really admire that in this person. I want that. I'm going to I'm going to go do that. I'm going to work towards yeah. it. Yeah. Also, those same people that you are jealous of have the same exact feelings towards you or anybody else. And again, like and I think it's really interesting again using Jennifer not Jennifer. Megan I was going to say Jennifer Fox. Using <laughs> Megan Fox as an example, you know, she's such a beautiful woman and then she's a person who's gotten like tons of plastic surgery yeah and she's almost unrecognizable at this point and you have to ask yourself okay why is that why is one of the most beautiful women in the world 
you know, changing herself. Yeah, because she's insecure face, too. Dude. She's yeah. insecure. Maybe and her life and is like, a train wreck. She's had a lot of heartbreak. Being beautiful doesn't fix anything, right? right? Sorry, you keep going. No, with your oh, voice. sorry. No, it's well, I was going to say because Needy is painted as the less attractive one, but yet she's really jealous of Needy mm-hmm. because of who Needy is. Yeah, and it's it has nothing to do with what she looks like. It's just who she is as a person. Yeah. Like, oh, you could have anyone you want, and that doesn't fix anything. Yeah, jealousy, man. And we yeah. got, it's so natural and to it, look at someone else and you don't see everything, especially like with social media, right? Like we're like, like people just post this kind of beautiful picture of their life, but you don't get everything. No. Fame Every, and beauty. It doesn't fix things. Everybody has problems. Everybody has insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got to lift each other up. We got to love each other. Yeah. Love we're each other. Love ourselves too. We're going to all kiss right now. <laughs> we about to kiss right now. We about to kiss right now. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day. <laughs> Yay! What a perfect day. What a perfect to talk about day to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what did you think? Scary. Would you Good. watch it? Interesting. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I am such a baby. I, you know, I like Disney movies. I like PG. As soon as there's like sax and blood and I'm like, oh no. The sax? This is too, this the saxophone. A, this is a very grown up for me. Yeah, I get that <laughs> sexy saxophone point. I know that there's some adult things coming in just not appropriate. You're like, I can't watch this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Paris, any last words? I think I'm going to go to a bar later. Yeah. Can I come? Yeah. There's a band I like. <laughs> yeah, totally. Through the trees, I will find you.